استغفر الله العظيم الذي لا اله الا هو الحي القيوم واتوب This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. WhatsApp us on 084-786-3132. Capital Group of Companies, Capital Air, Capital Decor, and Kate Equip for the benefit of the Ummah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Once again, we welcome the listeners of Sirius FM Al-Ansar International and Markaz Sahaba, the voice of the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, to this edition of the Q&A on this day, the 17th of Jumad al-Ukhra, 1445, corresponding with the 31st of December 2023, kindly and generously brought to you by the Capital Group, with our esteemed Amir and resident Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafizahullah. Now, um, for those of you, of our local listeners, if you have a question, address it to the WhatsApp number 084-786-3132. And our international listeners, it is plus 27-84-786-3132. Our next question, if one is traveling in a foreign country like Azerbaijan, where the majority of the Muslims, or 80% of the Muslims, are Shiite, can one eat meat that is slaughtered by the Shiite? Bismillah rahman rahim We will come just now to that question, Moana. I got some wonderful news here. This is all 100%, right? So I'm reading as I receive it. The brother, sister who sends me this, Allah, Jalla reward you, my brother, sister, fit dunya wal akhira, your family and your parents and the entire family. Listen, the first thing, you know, I said, you know me, I'm a simple Simon character, right? I said, I don't know what is the same missile. So they wrote here, S-A-M, surface to air missile. Jazakallah khair. You see, every day we learn something. You can see how simple we are. We never knew that. Same missile, surface to air missile. Now listen. 3,500 Jutlas injured in one Israeli hospital since October 7th, Israeli media. They got a English Al-Mayadi net news politics injuries in one Israeli hospital since October 7th, Israel. 3,500 plus injuries in one Israeli hospital October 7th, Israeli media. Hamas. This is what Hamas says. Okay, you want to fight? We fight. So he says, no swap deal, meaning the hostages know nothing, until aggression on Gaza ends, meaning all this bombardment and carpet bombing must end, then only. The Secretary General of the Palestinian Islamic Jihad confirms that any other talk in this regard is meaningless if these conditions are not met. You don't want to stop? bombarding and uh, attacking us, then the hostages will remain by us and we also prepare to fight. Now listen. Listen to this Muslim, Middle East observer, the mayor of Kiryat Shumna, 
illegal settlement in northern occupied Palestine. Nearly 90% of the city's entire population has been evacuated. And as long as Hezbollah force remains on the fence, we will not return to our home. We call them Hezbollah Shaitan because they're non-Muslim. Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Inna Allah la yu'ayyidu hadha deen bi rajul al-fajir. Verily, sometimes Allah Ta'ala helps his religion, Islam, through non-Muslims also. Well done, Hezbollah if you want to call yourself Hezbollah Shaitan and they want to target Sayyid Hassan Nasrullah and others but they're getting targeted themselves and so forth now this is an Israeli newspaper I don't know Hebrew right so you Jews Jutlas Haramis you forgive me right I don't know so maybe I know I'll make a mess with the pronunciation Yediots Astronauts you understand that's your newspaper the decline in raids on Gaza is not due for the Palestinian lives. Air Force pilots refuse requests from field officers to provide air cover for their forces. The pilots claim that the raids might lead to injury of Israeli soldiers in certain places. 2.10 p.m. If you know anything, Israeli time, our time is the same, right? So we are now at 3.05. So this is one hour ago, plus minus. So 2.10. So we're up to date, right? December 21, 2023. Imagine the planes don't want to come also. They frighten also. So that is why we call them the Israeli diaper force. We call them the Israeli, the area forces. The urinating, defecating, front and back and all directions the Haramis, the super terrorists, the super murderers, remember that. Question. Anywhere you go, I went to Iran, 2013. I spent 13 days, 12 days, depending how you want to look at it. It was Monday when I landed there first, Rabiul Awal. And then the following Saturday, 13th Rabiul Awal, I flew out from there. I went to Qum. I went to Shiraz. I went to, you understand, uh, Tehran. I went to, you understand, uh, so many places. You must remember this, you understood. So anyway, so uh, anyway, all these other places also. So I visited. So now you want to go to a place that is, now they say Muslim Shias or Shia Muslims. That's wrong. We consider Shias to be Kuffar. And in this day and this age, there can be no doubt about it. You see, 50 years ago, when I was in Dalum, Newcastle, from 81 to 2001, January, January, I went to our principal, you know, Mola Qasim Sema Rahimamullah, and I told him, Molana, you know what? Because I didn't have any letterhead or any, you understand, like all these things, yeah. So anyway, I told him, Molana, you know what we must do? That all these Darul Iftas in the Arab countries, this is in the 80s and 90s, we must write an official letter to them, and they will send us a lot of books, and we must write to Iran also. Then I saw nothing happening. Now, Molana is like our father. Allah grant him Jannatul Firdaus Allah. We can't go and become a pest, you know, and say now every week, every month. So I said, leave now, Molana. He is too busy. And I can never forget his ihsan and favor upon me. Even when he was alive, after I resigned, I used to go to his house always. And even now, I must make sure I go to his qabr and I make dua for him. So Allah grant Allah Qasim Sema, Apa Sakina, and all of them Jannatul 
al firdaus al-a'la so I just started making my own letterhead and whatever and sending Abdul Qadir Husseini so when I write to the Shias you see I write Abdul Qadir Husseini it's permissible for me to do that so I tell them that I have to buy a hard one whole letter and then I had an Arabic typewriter no computer business that time and we bought there in Makkah or Medina somewhere so I used to type and so forth and send it this organization this and they should send me every second month third month books I was elated delighted and so forth so when I went 2013 I had some idea you see I'm asking you three questions. You must remember that if a person tells you that they swearing, cursing, Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, Allah forbid, Sayyidina Umar Farooq uh, radiallahu anhu, and they say he's non-Muslim, and these Haramis put up a shrine, a mazar, uh, you know, a mausoleum for the murderer of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu in Kashan, which is famous for Persian carpets, and which I visited, I saw myself. That's another place Isfahan, Kashan, all that I went to. So you must remember these places. So there they the murderer of Sayyidina Umar who is a fire worshipper they honor him and venerate him but Sayyidina Umar Allah forbid kufr kufr nabashid naklul kufri laysa bikafirin they say he is non-Muslim Allah forbid Sayyidina Usman who Nabi Sallallahu gave two daughters to him in Nikah one after the other Sayyidina Ruqayya radiallahu anha Sayyidina Umm Kulthum radiallahu anha they say non-Muslim Allah forbid so when they say all this our mother Aisha radiallahu anha in Jahannam Allah forbid and so can you call such people Muslim I'm asking you they say Khomeini writes I have the book I have the book and I challenge any Shia in any part of the world in Tawdihul Masail Khomeini writes that you can make muta prostitution for one hour so I'm asking you who in his right mind can ever legalize such a thing and so forth so I haven't found I've got the book which I bought there this book I bought there a lot of books they gave me but one two books I said now I must buy Al-Fiqhu Alal Madai Bil Khamsa that Fiqh according to the five schools of thought so they got Hanafi they got Shafi'i Maliki Ambali then they got Fiqhul Ja'fari they call their Shia Fiqhul Ja'fari so they want to fool and hoodwink the people you see no these differences are secondary differences, subsidiary differences. We have differences with you on fundamental core issues. Remember that. Our kalima is different. Our adhan is different. Our salat is different. You harami, shias, even husband-wife relationship, we got ikhtilaf and difference with you. We say only front passage. You like backdoor business, you shias, kufar. And they write there that you can do backdoor business. Can you believe that this haram so you must remember these type of things yeah I studied the whole from Kitabu Taharat right till Kitabul Miras from the chapter of cleanliness till the chapter of you know where you go to worlds and testament I didn't find a single chapter where we agree with them everything 100% there must be difference of opinion so any one of you travel to Azerbaijan you travel to Iran you travel to ABC where majority of the people are Shias not Muslim, Kufar. Yes, they got Muslim names. So then we were there. So I had my guide. My God's name, what was his name? So you must remember you will come to the name just now again. So you must remember this. So that, I'm, I'm thinking of the debate I had there. So anybody knows his name, you can send it on my phone because I used his name hundred times already. So he's, I told him, see, Papa, 
when we go for lunch because he's with us I say you must order whatever you want I'll pay for it one dollar thirty three thousand year thirty three thousand Iranian reals we used to get so I was a millionaire there you know I felt very nice so who's going to spend all the money I say but when I tell you go yeah go yeah you don't tell me stories you say perfect we got the deal you see so he took me to Kashan and so forth so I didn't know really about exactly where the place is and so forth anyway so let's go on so I'm telling you we survived on fruit on vegetable on fish and boiled eggs and so it's haram for you to eat the chicken to eat you must remember the meat all that slaughtered by the Shias absolutely haram from Karachi I used to go for Umrah for Hajj also with Allah's help Allah's mercy this might be 79, 80 or around there I understood so one South African who was in Tablik Jamaat, you know, but he couldn't speak Urdu properly. So he came to me and he asked me, I'm Murginuhu Chehandu. You see, what's the story with the chicken story in Medina? So I told him, but he wasn't happy with the answer, not satisfied. So I told him, Baji, okay, you see what we do. You meet me here after Asar. We will go to Masjid and Noor. Masjid and Nur is about 20 minutes, 15 minutes walk. I stayed there also. Toby, Hatya, and myself. We stayed there. If you meet Toby, you must ask him. So Toby, mashallah, good guy. So anyway, in 75, they were still building it. They didn't have a roof. It was winter. And we were feeling cold. So I tell Toby, just sleep quietly. Forget all your soccer and all that. So anyway, you must remember that we used to spend nights there and all these kind of things there. I'm a student, man. You understand? So what we just rough everything up. So anyway, so we went there. So Hazrat Mohana Sayyid Ahmad Khan Sab was there, no Allah So he asked me what you want to know. I didn't even ask tell him, he said what you want to know. I said, No, Hazrat me, I don't want to know anything. Yeah, Amari Bay Africa ke. He doesn't know how to speak Urdu. So he asked about the Murgi. So he gave the same answer that I gave him. Then Hazrat Mohammed said, Ahmad Khan Sahib, who spent more than 40 years in Medina Munawwara, who the Saudi government expelled, and when they expelled him, I was there in Masjid Nabawi with Haji Farooq Sahib, and I told Haji Farooq Sahib, Abu Lahza Farmai, Hazrat Mohana is coming in to read his last salami, ye zalim hukumat ne iska ikhraj kya, and they expelled him, they took him out. So that's the time he, Haji Farooq Sahib, Nawwarallah Murqadah, who taught me a sentence, I'll never forget, inshallah. Allah. He said, Hazrat Tanwi Rahmatullah Alayne in Najdi Kibare Melika, Ye Log Najdi He, Wajdi Nahi. Mustafa Rasulullah refused to make dua for the Saudis and the Najdis and all of them. It's a very big statement. Wajdi Nahi, they don't want to understand Tasawwuf and Taskiya and so forth. When Allah wants something, who can prevent? After one, two, three years, Hazrat Muhammad Sayyid Ahmad Khan Sahib comes from Pakistan. From there he went to Pakistan. He comes via Qatar and he gets a visa for Umrah, performs Umrah, comes to Medina, passes away in Medina. He's buried in Baqi. Who can take that away? You see? What do izzu man tasha? What do zillu man tasha? Then Hazrat Muhammad Sayyid Ahmad Khan Sahib, Nawar Allah Marqadah, who told me, he say, buy apne Africa. You know South Africa, they just make Africa. Okay, tell your South Africans and them, they must buy Zinda Murgi. This I'm speaking about 79, 80 around there. So you must remember, they must buy live chicken. And they mustn't tell them to slaughter it because the people who sell this chicken at that time in Medina, Aksar Shia hai. 
I never knew that. And Hazrat told me this personally, remember this. He said, you must buy it and then you must slaughter it yourself and so forth. So that answers your question, my brothers. Wherever you go and there are Shias, you eat fruit, you eat vegetable, you eat fish, you eat boiled eggs, you won't die. Maybe I stayed 12, 13 days. Maybe I picked up one, two kilos. So you must remember, when I paid them, another story, you like stories. In Shiraz, at that time you couldn't transfer money and all that to Iran. So we busy on email and all that. So the headquarters, you understand, Gashtur. So tour is tours and gush. You know, Jamaat brothers, Tablik brothers, they going for gush. So you go round and round patrol like. So they in Farsi, they say gush tours. So I went to the main office in Shiraz. So I told him, I'm Mr. Husseini, Sayyid Husseini. My name was that there. Whole of Iran, wherever we went. Then I took out the money, dollars and all that. They looked, their eyes were popping, you see. And they said, these are wonderful, very nice dollars, all shining like glittering. And I think the one guy even kissed it. They make Maruga America, death to America, but when the dollars come, their eyes they start sparkling, you know. So they said, you know what, Sayyid Husseini, Master Husseini, we're very happy with you. So we're going to put for you a voucher, and when you go to Tehran, we will tell our agent who will take you around. He must take you there, gratis, complimentary, that you must go to that five-star restaurant and so forth. So I said, Erlen, what's Erlen? What is there? But in my mind, I knew I can't eat anything of the meat and chicken and all these type of things there. So all this, yeah, you know, fish and food, vegetable, fruit and all that. So we just eat this type of things there. So it's haram to eat what the Shias slaughter. And remember, all this foreign meat, coming there in Saudi Arabia your McDonald's and your KFC and whatever all haram all this from Brazil and where and where from South Africa and where and where is coming their own ulama wrote all this I have the books by me Al-Luhumul Mustawrada but now they're very frightened because you know MBS is there Murtad bin Shaitan and he will arrest them see this Friday that passed today is Sunday my heart was crying you know I was bleeding internally that imagine Abdullah Awajwani, Imam of the Haram. They can see what is happening. Day and night they get the news. What's happening in Gaza and Mubarakah. In his Jummah Khutbah, he takes the king's name. He takes MBS name, the Murtad. Not one word for Gaza. Not one word for Masjid Al-Aqsa. Not one word for Palestine and Palestine. Which kind of Imam you are? You're a traitor and a scholar of a dollar if you ask me. So that is why we need to get our priorities right, O Ummah. Gee. Is money earned through selling fireworks for New Year's celebration halal or haram? Totally haram. Quran Kareem states, Wala Surah 5, verse number 2, Wala ta'awanu alal ismi wal udwan. And do not cooperate in sin and transgression. Don't you see these animal groups and all of them? They went to court and all that in Cape Town and other places. They say you must ban all these fireworks. Whether they want or lose is not the issue. But they are fighting on behalf of the animals. What a menace it is to society and to the animals and so forth. I heard the other day a non-Muslim lady. You know, I love to hear the radio. Any radio station, if they got a discussion, I just leave it. So she was on and she was telling the presenter. She said, you know, when this New Year's Eve come, then I give my cats or my dogs or what puppy or whatever, some, you understand, the sedatives or drugs or whatever, so I just sleep the whole time. Because 
goes, they get terrified and petrified and they run away and so forth and so on. So however we can say this is permissible, never permissible, and the income is haram. So Surah 5 verse 2. Second one, now you're buying it, you're selling it. What Quran says? Chapter 17, verse 27. Those who go and squander their wealth and their assets, they are brothers of Satan, Shaitan, and Lucifer. Imam Malik, rahimahullah, mentions this hadith, which is authentic hadith in what Imam Malik. He, rahmatulil alameen, Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned the golden maxim. And what is the golden maxim? and teaching and principle la dwarara wa la dwirar do not cause harm to yourself and do not cause harm to others I won't take the name it will give the place away and the game away I know a Muslim youngster whether it was Diwali whether it was Christmas whether it was New Year or whatever it was so remember that he went to buy this big big firecrackers so he let it but it wasn't like still exploding, let's use that word. He went to go see and it exploded in his face. And he had to go for so many operations. Still today, if you look at him, you must remember, you can still see the scars and the marks and so forth. So you're harming yourself. You're wasting your money. And it is a what? Wala dirar. Don't cause harm and become a menace to society and so forth. There's not 1% halal of it. And it is imitating non-Muslim culture and so forth. I told you when you imitate non-Muslim culture, then tomorrow, Allah forbid, Allah forbid. You might wake up with Tom, Dick, and Mary. Surah 5, verse 51. He, Habibuna, Rasulullah, Sallallahu Hadith in Mishkar Sharif. Al Maru Ma'aman Ahabba. A person will be with whomsoever he loves. So definitely not permissible, totally haram. If this other person becomes Muslim, uh, but his body is full of tattoos. You know, what is his position? I'll answer the question now. One aspect, one dimension is still outstanding. Tonight, tomorrow, people will meet you, Tom, Dick, and Harry, Tom, Dick, and Mary. They will tell you, O oh, Muslim, Abu Bakr, Omar, Usman, Ali, Aisha, Fatima, Zainab, Jamila, Happy New Year, Happy, Happy. So what must you do? What must be your response? So you must respond to them in three ways. You must say, may the Almighty guide you. You see? You mustn't tell them Happy New Year. You must say, may the Almighty or the Almighty Allah guide you. That's first answer. Second answer, if you see that person, you know him, you say, come here. I want to ask you some things. Do you really believe this is your New Year? So you'll get the shock. What do you mean? You see, today is 31st December. So write it down, 31 slash 12 slash 23. But when I decided to go and study and analyze what December means, the history and philology of it, so DES, D-E-C, means 10. And when I went to NOV, NOV means 9. And when I went to OCT, OCT means 8. And when I went to SEP, 7, 7 means, uh, SEP means 7. So it shows your original New Year is 1st of March, not 1st of January. So what are you celebrating? Your month, the date of it, and remember that the name 
there's no corresponding. That you're writing 12, but December means 10. You're writing November 11, but it means 9. You're writing for October 10, but it means 8. For September, you're writing 9, but it means 7. You see, now they'll get shocked up. So you must tell them, you see, you're calling it Gregorian calendar. Why? There was a Pope, the Pope Gregory. These Pope are characters, you must remember that. That they are big, big Haramis, these Popes. So anyway, so therefore we say there's no hope for the Pope, you see. So now they're blessing the gay marriages, this Pope Francis and his characters. Let's go on. So Pope Gregory, he was running around with the Bible. Uh, sorry, not Bible. He was running around with the idol. And the idol had two faces. One face of spirituality and other face of immorality and all this materialism, satanic things. So he said, no, we must change the calendar. And the first month, January, to honor and venerate Janus, the idol he was running around. Then February. So he must, still they couldn't come right. Like you see, this 2024 20, tomorrow, will be a leap year so you look at your calendar you will see it's 29 days and so forth so so many inconsistencies some months 28 some months 29 some 30 some 31 that poor guy will be born on 29th of February 2024 when he will celebrate his birthday in Islam is haram there's no celebrating of birthday so remember for them it becomes a big issue he has a big dilemma. So remember these things. Yeah, Islam gave us the perfect lifestyle. Islam told us that we're going to give you the lunar calendar. This morning I gave the example. You non-Muslim, South Africa, your whole life, 60, 80, 100 years, your Christmas, New Year is in summer. You never experience it any other time. I went to America in December. I was there in January in Canada. You know how cold it is there. It's minus 18, minus 20, minus 25 degrees. You can't even go out of your house and so forth. So whole life is like that. Islam gave us the lunar calendar. Sometimes we will fast for 10, 12 hours. Sometimes we will fast for 22 hours. I myself kept 22 hours fast with the help and mercy of all Allah, Jalla Allah. So you must remember these things. Yeah. That airline, they were going nuts, you know. They say, you will die. You will fall down. You will, hey, just put the sticker here by me and don't trouble me here. Every half an hour, sir, drink one sip, drink one water. He will understand God is very kind. They tell me all funny, funny things, you know. So I tell him, hey, you're troubling me. Eh? Just put one sticker here and don't disturb me, please. So you must remember these type of things. So Islam brought about a just system. Our fasting, sometimes summer, sometimes winter, sometimes spring, sometimes autumn. Our celebration, our Eid also rotates. Our Hajj also rotates. So Islam has the best system. Therefore, with conviction, I say this, anything you want to discuss. You want to discuss politics, you want to discuss economics, you want to start discuss sociology, you want to discuss anything. We're ready to take you on. But you must come with original sources. Don't come with fairy tales. And then we juxtapose and we draw a comparison. For this juncture of ours, I present to you our Islamic calendar, chapter 9, verse 36. Verily, there are 12 lunar months. Allah sanctioned it and Allah Ta'ala in said that he made this 12 months when the day he created the 
entire universe and creation. So our Islamic lunar calendar is old from time immemorial. Yours underwent so many changes and so forth and so on. Until today you can't solve this conundrum that how come 2024 for February you will have 29 days and then the other three years you will have 28 days. You see all these problems. So we have the best and therefore we must share it with the rest. Uh, our next question, Mufti Saab, is it permissible to make tawaf and perform umrah for more than one person at a time? 100% all of you who are there in Makkah, Mukarramah, Medina, Munawara, you must do the following. Make one tawaf and before the tawaf, tawaf for you non-Muslims means you go seven times round the Baytullah. So the non-Muslims, they see this there on TV. So they ask me the question, you Muslims are tipsy or what? For what you're going round and round and round. So I told them, Tom, Dick and Mary, no, we are the most sober people on the face of the earth. We go round and round. You know why? When your clothes are dirty, you place it and put it in the washing machine and then it goes round and round and then it comes out white and clean. When a Muslim goes round and round, man tafa bil bayti khamsina marra kharaja min dhunubihi kayomin waladatu ummuhu whoever performs the Tawaf. One tawaf, seven circuits, seven rounds. So you go around the Baytullah Kaaba Musharrafah 350 times. Then you come out so pure and cleansed from your sins and vices like the day your biological mother gave birth to you. Hazrat Allama Muhammad Yusuf bin Nuri Nawar Allah Marqadahu. We were with him Umrah had 74-75. Hazrat used to speak, we used to say, let's listen. And he said, Jawani Kazamana, when we were young, I used to make 32, 33 tawafs per day. Patis, tentis, martaba, ham tawaf kartete. Our one ustad, Maulana Baksh, just passed away. I confirmed it with Azad Mufti Rizawlaksab today. Laylatul Jumu'ah, this night of Friday, they just passed. So he also taught us with Mufti Sab, they were teaching same time. So he passed away in Pakistan. Allah Ta'ala grant him also Jannatul Firdos. So when you perform tawaf, make intention for millions and billions of people, those who passed away, those who are alive, those yet to come, all that permissible, remember, whether it is your tawaf, whether it is your umrah, those of you in Medina to Rasul, in the city of Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wasallam you're reading your salami as-salatu as-salamu alayka ya rasulallah as-salatu as-salamu alayka ya habiballah as-salatu as-salamu alayka ya muzambil so you're reading all those things words there then say ya because the police will chase you so you know they have crazy these najdis so you must remember then say ya rasulallah salam upon you from your entire umrah all that is permissible we got no problem with that Allah Jalla Allah protect the Haramain Sharifain and protect Majidul Aqsa and all our masajid throughout the world Ameen Ya Rabbal Alameen Insha'Allah we will now take a short break and then get on with our final leg of this edition Allahumma ghfir li hayyina wa mayyitina wa shahidina wa ghaibina wa saghirina wa kabirina وذكرنا وأنثانا اللهم من أحييته منا فأحيه على الإسلام 
ومن توفيته منا فتوفه على الايمان اللهم لا تحرمنا اجره ولا تضلنا بعده This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Capital Group of Companies, Capital Air, Capital Decor, and Kate Equip for the benefit of the Ummah. This Q&A program is brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies, Capital Air, Capital Decor, and Kate Equip for the benefits of the Ummah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Once again, we welcome the listeners of Sirius FM Al-Ansar International and Marqas Sahaba, the voice of the Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah to this edition of our Q&A generously uh, brought to you by the capital group with our esteemed amir hazrat mufti abdul qadir hussein hafizahullah for our local listeners if you have a question address it to the whatsapp number 0847863132 and our international listeners the number is plus 27847863132 our next question Is it permissible to give interest money to non-Muslims? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Let me give you two good news items. Oh, one brother sister sent it to me. I told you they will know because I mentioned it. So my driver's name in Iran was Zari. So Zari, he could speak good English. I asked him, why you learn English? He said, no, I teach all the children. I asked him, what you teach them? He said, I teach them when they're hungry, two plus two, they say four kebabs. And when they're full, they say four kitabs. Like that, he told me. Zari. So he was another character also. Right, Jutlas, Haritz newspaper. Hey, you Jutlas, listen. Certain 13, 1-3, 13 IDF soldiers wounded over past day, seven in serious condition, made a freck also and dispatched to hell. Amin, Ya Rabbal Alameen. Two Israeli army releases names of two soldiers killed in Gaza. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. You see, so this is from their press. We don't make propaganda. So remember our dua, inshallah, 10 to 4, we'll make dua, inshallah, Aziz. What was the question, Maulana, again? Is it permissible to give interest money to poor Muslims? Okay, remember interest is haram in all shapes and forms. Chapter 2, Surah Baqarah, verses 275 to 279. But we live in a capitalistic, secular society. So like my account, there's no interest, nothing, and so forth. I just, when I came here, I went to the manager. I told him, Papa, me, I don't want all this. So you just offset it. He said, yeah, you must just keep this balance and it's fine. So anyway, I believe for business people, they don't allow. But I suppose if you negotiate, they'll allow it but anyway so now you got interest money so you give it to any poor person Muslim or non-Muslim and remember better to give to Muslim so now you want to give zakat you want to give lilla you want to give interest to Palestine so much this ulama mashallah so we got the latest info from there tomorrow I'll explain everything to you between 2 and 3 I got the whole hour inshallah in 
the report back. So we will discuss all these issues here. So you must remember that. So you must send your money to the Majlis Ulama for Palestine. Whatever you got, your sadqa, your lilla, your khairat, your interest, whatever, all permissible, remember. So they will collect it and send it over, inshallah, Aziz. Yes, permissible. But for you to go and deal in interest and to be a witness in interest, all that haram and not permissible. On a nikah form, there is a column there, bride's representative. Who has legal authority to sign in that column? What they mean by that is called wakil. So I am performing your nikah. I was three weeks ago or so there, you must remember, in Peter Marisburg. My niece's daughter was getting married, so it was Friday after Asr. That Friday was a holiday, you know. Let me tell you what date it was. That 16th, you must remember, of December. So 15th of December, 15th it was. So I performed the father-mother's nikah also 15th December. And this 15th December also I performed the daughter's nikah to Monona Dawood. Ma Dawood Wazir, mashallah. I hope Dawood you're listening, mashallah. So anyway, you must remember this. I nearly used another word, but leave all that stories now. So anyway, now, so... When I sat with my family that Thursday night, I said, see, you, Yunus, you are your daughter getting married. You must be the wakil. So the best person to be the wakil representative, the guardian for the occasion of nikah is the biological father, provided that the Muslim remember that. Then witnesses, we had my Maulana Ismail, he is my nephew, my sister's son, and we had Yunus' brother, Hafiz Ismail, also from Jeddah. So, mashallah, he is the bride's uncle. So, that is how. So, what do we have? So, we have the wakil, that will be the father. If the father is deceased or non Muslim or whatever, then the paternal grandfather or the brother, you must remember, of the bride. So, then he becomes the wakil. And witnesses, you choose anybody you happy with two Muslims must be men and then the mahar whatever you agree on so these are the important issues so all this must be sorted out before the actual nikah takes place so everything is prepared you don't waste time of the imam or the presiding officer when he is going to actually perform and solemnize that nikah and marriage ceremony this is a woman's stepson remain her mahram after his father divorced her. Yes, you must remember remember. that Quran Sharif is very clear on this issue. Almighty Allah Jalla speaks of this in the Noble Quran. Go to chapter 4, Surah Nisa, and see what Almighty Allah Jalla teaches us. وَلَا تَنْكِحُوا مَا نَكَحَ آبَاءُكُمْ مِنَ النِّسَاءِ So you, the sons, you cannot marry those people, those women, who your father married. So your father married ABC XYZ lady. Then your father passed away. Your father divorced her. So you are a mahram for her because you can't marry her. It's totally haram, Quran says. And that is chapter 4 and verse number 22. And then the other way around, 
So now somebody married, ABC male, he married a lady, and that lady came with a daughter from her previous marriage. Her husband passed away, or her husband divorced her, and then after it, this Mota, ABC married her, and she came with her daughter from a previous marriage. So what does Quran say? Chapter 4, verse number 23. So when you, ABC husband, you consummate the marriage with that lady, your wife now, after you consummate the marriage with her, so you, the stepfather, you become the mahram now of your stepdaughter. So even if you divorce your wife, you will still be mahram forever for your stepdaughter. Take another example, that your son-in-law, for you, the mother-in-law, you must remember he's your mahram. I took my mother-in-law for hajj, alhamdulillah. Me, my mother-in-law, my wife, alhamdulillah. We went for hajj with Allah's help and mercy. So ABC person is married. He's got his wife. he got his mother-in-law. Allah forbid the wife passed away or he divorced her or something. So he, the son-in-law and mother-in-law, he will still remain mahram for her. Yes, if there's hanky-panky business, then obviously it's a different issue. But normal circumstances, remember, he remains the mahram forever. Similarly, daughter-in-law and father-in-law. So now you must remember there's a daughter-in-law. Take this case here now. Hafiz Ibrahim, they must be just finished at the graveyard there at Dayal Road with all the du'as and everything. We also will make du'a in the ending of the program for Marhum and all our deceased throughout the world. So now the husband passed away. So here you have, you must remember the widow, right? So now the widow has her father-in-law. So the father-in-law remains the mahram for her always. You must remember that. So that is Islam. You must remember that. So we must be clear on these issues here. Mahram means you are haram for all times, all places to marry that lady there. That means you're the man, you're the mahram to that lady there. So that is how it works. Are there any rituals or specific du'as that one must carry out before moving into a new home? Nothing really speaking, but we say they'd move in on a Wednesday. Why? You, Molana, you love reading. You should try and get the book. That Al-Maqasidul Hasana by Allama Sakhawi. One is the original book, and the other one you must get that is edited by the ulama. So we have both, mashallah, but I want for you, you must try and get the edited version. It's good for you, that one. Right in the ending, if you see, you will find our mother Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu ta'ala and her states that what will happen is that when you want to get married, you want to do something, open shop, do this, do that, so start on a Wednesday. You look at our great, great giants and ulama, Hidayah, famous work for the Hanafi scholars and ulama and students, Allama Marghinani, rahimahullah, hailing from Uzbekistan. Whenever he started teaching the academic year, they would start on Wednesday. We saw ourselves. Hazrat Mufti Muhammad Shafi Sahib, rahimahullah, Darulum Karachi, remember, that when Hazrat passed away in 76, 10th of Shawwal. So every year that the madrasa would start on a Wednesday. Now 
everything has changed. You must remember that. You go to Jalalabad when Hazaji Nawarallah Umar Qadahu was there. Hazrat passed away on a Friday in 1992. And the day he passed away, he completed all his ma'mulats. Ma'mulat means what you read daily. He was so ill, so sick, and he did everything. These are the mahboob, the maqbool, and the people who are beloved to Almighty Allah, Jalla wala. So Hazaji Nawarallah Umar Qadahu is madrasa there in Jalalabad they used to teach and start the academic year on a Wednesday so we will suggest and recommend to you that you go on a Wednesday you move in mashallah and then second issue there's another issue also I must discuss with that and then Friday why Friday is Sayyidul Ayyam the best day you must remember so Mufti Shafi Sabrahimullah and them wrote under chapter 62 Suratul Jumu'ah verse number 9 right so you must remember what they wrote first so you must hasten towards the khutbah the Arabic sermon and salat and namaz and leave your business and when the Jumma everything is finished then so if you opening your shop and so forth then open it on a Jumma after Jumma salat and so forth it's not a must it's not sunnah but it is mustahab and desirable and so forth so move in on a Friday so now I just use the word suggestion and you know recommendation so people now they're registering for hajj and so forth so I received queries and all that yesterday also a person asked that which agent should I go with we're speaking about South Africa now so which agent that you know make istikhara and that but if you're asking me so I can just recommend three of them inshallah so number one will be fly well you know what the bricks and them Abu Bakr them Pretoria and second one TTW that will be our Ashraf and them Maulana Ameji and them I'm sitting quiet here we don't go anywhere and third one is Khidmatul Awam you know our brother Maili Ismail Osman so I met him this morning there as well so these the people we will not recommend are those people who closed the masjid went to court to close masjid visited church and then these kind of people we will never recommend so people who want to know that is our advice and recommendation to you regarding that issue. A husband and wife are in a state of Janaba and uh, before taking ghusl, they get into an argument and the husband gives talaq. Would that talaq be valid considering it was in a state of Janaba? 100% if he gave one talaq is one talaq, one divorce. If he gave two talaq is two. If he gave three is three. So remember whether the wife is in Janaba, husband-wife relationship took place, conjugal rights took place. Or you must remember that the husband is in that state or the wife is in that state or both are in that state. So the talaqs will take place. Similarly, when the wife is in menses, if that she is in menses, you're not supposed to give talaq, but if you issued it verbally or you wrote it out it is valid according to all four schools so remember the husband will get a son but you pull the trigger and the person dies you can't say no by mistake I did it the fact remains you have to pay the consequences now so similarly yeah as well so the consequences will take effect and one one divorce two two three three so whether it's haze or whether it is menses or whether it's janavad ceremonial impurity story time so I was present there they understand. Sometimes we used to have some crazy situations in Darulub, you know. So this person came to Moana Qasim Sema, like today, Sunday. 
and he told Molana that he had an argument with his wife and thus and thus and all these type of things and he said that now he issued the talak Molana told him finish now you gave the talak we can't do anything you must tell your wife she must move out or you move out and then I eat that and all so the next day we were sitting in the office <laughs> I said myself Molana Molana was there we had some work this motor comes he taps the door he knew where's Molana's office so he stands there by the door. He says, Ma Kasim, say, Ma, you know what? That talak is not valid which I issued. So Mohan uh, asked him, why? He said, no, yesterday when I, and he issued the talak, his trouser was napak. How you like that one, Mohan Khalid? He said, his trouser was napak. You understood? So Mohan laughed and I laughed. You see, the people, they'll give three talaks. Now we issue the fatwa, then they blame us. They say we broke their home. But who wrote the words? Who uttered the words? Who did everything? Then you go and look for healers and shortcuts. And this is a true story that happened there in Newcastle at the Darulum. That Mota came and said that Talak didn't fall because his trouser is napak and it was impure and so forth. All nonsense talk. All three Talaks are valid if you gave three Talak. So don't play with the Sharia. Walat, in the very context of marriage and Talak and so forth, all Mithya Allah Jalla Wala speaks of this and says, Walat attakhidu ayatillahi huzua, do not take the verses of all Mithya Allah Jalla Wala to be a joke and so forth. So we should be very, very careful and circumspect. You get angry, does that? Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu taught us that, the lesson, and go to the masjid and go read Salat. Story time, and then we'll continue with advices and then with the dua, inshallah. There was a very, very great alim, Hazrat Mona Idris Khandelwi, Rahimamullah. He wrote some great Arabic books, Ta'aliqu Sabi, the commentary on Mishkat Sharif in Arabic. He wrote Siratul Mustafa, the biography of the Master, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, many, many books. Ma'ariful Quran is his also, but incomplete. Anyway, so one day he was running, like, you know, walking fast to the masjid. So one shouldn't ask, Hazrat Sabkhayriyat, everything all right? He said, no, no, no. I see what happened. He said, Garme Meme Tutu Chalra hai. Meme Tutu. So you don't understand what is Meme Tutu got nothing to do with Bishop Tutu. So this is Meme Tutu means my wife is saying this, my mother is saying this, I'm in between. So I left them and I went to the masjid and said, Ya Allah, you solved the problem between my wife and my honorable mother, both are beloved to me. You see the lesson? So you and your wife, you're going for one another before a foolish, crazy statement you go make. So go to the masjid and go ask Allah, Jalla Allah, Ya Allah, forgive me my moment of weakness. I told my wife certain words and so forth. Not the like other words. So remember then, Allah's mercy will come, inshallah. Jazakallah khairan to you, Mawna Khalid. Barakallah fikum. So inshallah, few announcements and then inshallah, we'll make the dua and give you the programs that will follow after the Q&A. So number one, everything to do with New Year, haram for Muslims in all countries. Whether you're in Makkah, Medina, Aqsa, Dubai, wherever, haram. We got nothing to do with this New Year Eve and New Year and so forth. That's announcement number one. Number two, so from tomorrow we're going to start writing 2024. It's not time for celebration. It's time for reflection. 
We're going nearer and nearer to our grave. We're going nearer and nearer to our death. Abdullah the Mas'ud radiallahu an, when the sun would set, his face would become somber. His students asked, O oh, Ustad, why all this? He said, Naqasa fihi ajali wa lam yazid fihi amali. My lifespan is decreasing and my righteous deeds are not increasing. Think about that statement, O Muslim, O Muslimah. Are we prepared to meet our beloved Almighty Allah, Jalla Then we thank all the directors, mashallah, that our brother Mahajimah Ikhlas and the Capital Group, all the directors of Ansar Radio, our directors of Sirius FM, and brother Faisal Asmal, Yusuf Asmal, my brother Yusuf, our brother, you understand, Muhammad Khan, make dua, Allah grant him complete shifa, and then our brother Butigani Ochis and then our Molanas Molana Ahmed Dokrat, Hafidahullah, Mohan Abdul Aziz, Amot, our day brothers, Allah Jalla of Durban, Allah Ta'ala reward all of them. So inshallah, let's now raise our hands and make dua inshallah Aziz for the next five minutes and then I'll announce the programs to follow and inshallah tomorrow we'll be on 1st January with we must say the Islamic date first, 18th Jumad al-Akhirah, 4 o'clock, 5 to 4, they will start inshallah, brother Shafat Ahmed Khan, Junaid Mota and so forth and then I'll come down five past four so everything back to normal whether it's 2023 2024 inshallah let us make special dua for the marhum Hafiz Ibrahim who passed away tragically in his youth became a shaheed Allah will reward him Allah give the family sabr, patience, endurance all our martyrs day in Gaza, Al-Mubarakah and Palestine and all the other places let's make dua for all of them Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Allahumma la uhsi thana'an alayk Anta kama athnayta ala nafsik Allahumma laka shukru kullu Walaka alhamdu kullu Walaka almulku kullu Biyadika alkhair Innaka ala kulli shayin qadir Allahumma laka alhamdu bil iman Walaka alhamdu bil islam Walaka alhamdu bin nabiyya akhira zaman Walaka alhamdu bil quran Walaka alhamdu bil sihha wal afiyya Walaka alhamdu bil ahli wal iyal Allahumma laka alhamdu bima Hadaytana, Walaka alhamdu bima karramtana, Walaka alhamdu bima satartana, Walaka alhamdu bima arzaktana wa a'taytana, Allahumma swalli wa sallim wa barik ala sayyidina wa habibina wa shafi'ina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasanatan wa qinada bannar Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasanatan wa qinada bannar ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وذرياتنا قرة اعين واجعلنا للمتقين اماما اللهم اشف مرضانا اللهم اشف مرضانا وارحم موتانا يا الله وبرد حافظ ابراهيم ابا سمار باستوي هي شهيد از حافظ يا الله اللهم اغفر لهم وارحمهم وعافهم واعف عنهم ووسع مدخلهم واكرم نزلهم 
amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barik ala sayyidina wa habibina wa shafi'ina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta samiul alim wa arina manasikana wa tubalina innaka anta tawabu rahim rabbi jalni muqima salati wa min zuriyati rabbana wa taqabbal dua rabbana khfilli wa liwalidayya wa lil mu'minina yawma yaqumul hisab subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala mursaleen walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen let me give you our programs the podcast Tobela says it will be in two parts inshallah within the next hour inshallah inshallah we will send it out so 4 o'clock news with brother Suleiman